Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's episode 714. G'day, little buddy, Lauren Clark. Such a jerk. Hi, Stuart Farrell. It's uh, very, very pleasant to be with you. It's the best. And sorry about not being here yesterday. That was my fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, How are you, Stuart? We've missed you. What have you been doing? Uh, Not much. Just trying to uh, navigate life and all its uh, intricacies and fun little potholes. With your usual good humour, I imagine. Being a lovely dear friend and son. I'm avoiding sugar, let's put it that way. Uh, I I care for my temper. I just told Stuart Farrell that I was eating chocolate. I'm not going to tell you what he said back to me, but I pressed record fairly swiftly after that. I said you're sweet enough, Lauren Clark. No, not at all what you said, Stuart Farrell, not at all. So what's been going on in in your uh, large universe? Oh, wow. I'm saying you've got like a wide (laughs) variety of activities. You? Everything you do is big. What? Lauren Clark. Wow, Stu. What? Wow. Okay, so hi everybody. <laughs> I was going to say it was nice to be back, but really, it is great to be back. this kind of misogyny and oh, fat shaming that's coming fat from Fat shaming? Stuart I can't Farrell. even see you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just Can I just classic, say that? Can You're I just, just say oh, No, go. no, no. Look, Where's and this, well, I don't know, but I, I, this might be. Oh, I don't even know if I should bring this up. Perhaps don't, because so far today, yeah. <laughs> you've not Maybe got my radar's excellent. Off. I think your radar might be a tiny bit off. Yeah. Um, okay, I won't say anything. Good, thanks. I'm so relieved. About Clem Ford's thing. No, please age. don't say anything. No, don't make me Who? angry. Don't I, make me angry on top of making me hello. And I usually do like <laughs> uh, her writing. Yes, I know. But if you're going to. And we work together once on old media. If you're going to attack uh, the latest thing that she wrote, that, that therefore means that what happens is I then Not have attack. to defend Comment every on. single other element of humanity. And I just, what's your five-second summary of, you know, yeah, fair enough defend too. this, etc. It's no. a, it's a no. touchy one. No, yeah. can't, don't want to have this conversation. Avoiding whole conversation okay. because just don't think anybody wants to hear a fight today. No way. Let's start the podcast. Let's start the podcast. Hi, Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. <laughs> what I are we doing today? Chocolate. Oh, um, really? That's a great idea. <laughs> what a good life choice. Yes. Um, I don't know what we're doing today. We didn't discuss it because I pressed record preeminently. Oh, However, as opposed to every other time we discuss it. I'm really nutted out and... Uh, <laughs> Get right to Give the nub of it. Shape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give it a real Let's shape. Let's shape this bad boy today. That's right. Um, no, I am going, as you know, Stuart Farrell, I am going to New Zealand on Wednesday. Oh, I have any, a late, late any tomorrow. Kiwi, Kiwi listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, How you doing? Oh, wow. Is that hello from Canada? Sex. To the Kiwis. First and tubes. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm man, so I'm down horrified. with the NZ. They're not going to let me through customs now. That's just not on, Faz. Anyway, any New Zealand listeners uh, who want to send us a a line and say g'day, be good to hear from you. Can they come and see you at any any performances? Well, yeah, not well. Yeah, if they're in if they're in New Zealand, if they're in Auckland, they can. I'm going to be at the Auckland Writers Festival from. uh, I'm going to be there from when. Is your photo in the program? Yeah. Yeah. Can you get me a copy of the program, please? No. I don't want you bagging me and fat shaming me and stuff. Wow, I'm not fat shaming. For everybody who's listening who's never seen me, it, it, 
doesn't matter. Um, Lauren's got the. Uh, sorry. You're right. I said Lauren's got. Lauren has got. Listen to me. You cut me up. No, that radiating smile. Yep. So. (laughs) You'll you'll be able to pick her because she doesn't look like a New Zealander. Why? Because you you look nicer. Oh, no, no. Don't do that. New Zealanders don't look nice. Are you kidding me? You know my dad was a New Zealander. Yes, you know but, a lot yes. of my family. You know most of my childhood is at night time is yeah. me uh, reading under the covers with a torch while Ooh, I hear Kiwi my teenage years. Kiwi accent, yeah. Kiwi accents in the kitchen roaring with laughter and yes. a couple of a couple of Australian accents, but it was basically reverses <laughs> for a lot yeah, of the time at my that's house. That's good. That's nothing, but so, that doesn't uh, equate to anything I just said. I'm just saying you'll stand out. You don't look like a New Zealander. You may identify as a New Zealander, mm, but you don't look like one. Mm, You're just a little bit sharper. That's all. I just don't think you can say any of the well, things no, that look, you're look, saying. Look, no, I can because New Zealanders, because they, and they, they trade on the 100% pure uh, thing, right, which they're about to adjust anyway, as, as their tourism thing has been for 20 years or something. But... The, and so I look at a New Zealander as like a, a block of wood, right, oh with oh its God. bark still on and its rough, gnarly edges. And you are like the uh, beautiful, you, smooth tiki doll uh, necklace. What do you think Australians are? <laughs> what are we meant to be? Are we like polished in really? In, in, really? in comparison, yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm, I'm not saying so sorry, New Zealanders. But by the way, I'm not saying that's a complimentary thing because we we may, we may be airbrushed to within an inch of our lives, whereas they are the natural, they are the real deal, they are the honest. Yeah, stop you know? trying to suck what? up to them. You, that's oh, no. I'm sucking up to a country now. Am I just <laughs> the reach that we have? We don't want to lose anyway, our New Zealand audience. Anyway, settle mm. down. We don't. All we don't. And so you're them. appearing at the Auckland New uh, uh, Book Auckland Festival Writers Festival. Okay. <laughs> they going to have books there? <laughs> I think they might have some books there. Tell you who Shit. won't be there, Juno Diaz. No, that is true. That is yeah. very true. We interviewed him once. We did. He refused oh. to sit down. He did, but that's because he never sits down apparently. He's got no, a standing right. up arrangement. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you don't sit down. Yes. <laughs> no, but like as in he stands up all the time. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he writes standing up, but he also just everything's standing up. He must up. have great posture. Do you remember his posture? Yeah, I think he did have good posture. He did have good well, If you're going to stand up the whole time, you have to have decent posture. <laughs> you might have sore feet, though. I think sore we feet and decent posture. I, th- I think he had sore feet for a bit, and then it sort of stops once you do it for a bit longer. So the longer you stand, the less sore your feet Well, get. no, the longer you like make it part of your lifestyle in your day. And I think he... Does he sleep know. standing up? Is he like, Or is he like a bat, like hang him upside down <laughs> for the evenings? They. <laughs> he's an organiser. He's, he's handlers. handlers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's handlers. All right, Juno, time to be a bat. Oh, man. Okay, hang on. Oh, Stuart, the accent. And do you think, you know, like being a book nerd and stuff, do you oh. think that like he has a, a pen sometimes stuck in his pocket and he goes to sleep in his bat pose and, just and he wakes up and there's all like ink oh. running down the, his all face. All these lamies. Yeah, yeah. He's got all these neck ink <laughs> spots. Anyway, no. Uh, no, he's not going to be there. I'm no. uh, going to be there much Helen less Garner? controversially. Don't think, no, don't, mm. Helen Garner's not going. 
Um, it's an interesting mm. mix of people. You can, you know, these, you know, these things are online, don't you? Yeah. What do you mean? Nausgaard's going. Yeah. Nausgaard. Oh, you know, yes. Yeah. yeah. Who... We interviewed him, didn't we? Or did he blow us out? I don't think we interviewed him. I think I've I remember that. I've got his book, so I must have had have something you? to do with him. Yeah. I've got a Nausgaard. Of course. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Well, it's about his, did. didn't his mum hate him or something? It's about his what? His mum hated him or he's, he, he had some weird what sort of arrangement dad? with his parents. What's with his dad? I think you might be thinking of someone else, although you sound like you know what you're talking about. I know, I know. I'm all over now, Scott. <laughs> anyway, he's going to be there. Um, and if so, a few other people, but I can't really remember. Um, but great it's, ad. Yes. No, it's going to be grass. Benjamin just, Law? No, I don't. But are you allowed mm. to have a literary festival without Benjamin? Well, that's right. Is it a literary festival? More to the point. You know, like <laughs> maybe it's just a gathering of people who like books until Benjamin rolls up. <laughs> we don't actually know him. So does he have a quote like, on the? Po- does he have a quote on the poster yeah. saying this is the greatest literary festival in the world? Five stars. Authorizing it. Yeah. <laughs> Best literary festival in ever this Southern Hemisphere. Benjamin yeah. Law. What about Murakami? No. Not not appearing, but there are lots of like amazing looking like local things happening as well as international sheep things. sharing events and stuff. Which, like a sheep sharing event or an apple bobbing, like what do they do in New Zealand? <sighs> I'm trying to paint a picture for you and the listeners. For me, you're helping me, are you? Is this yeah, you helping I'm, me? I'm giving you a leg up. You're so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on in your life, Stu Farrell? Are we allowed to talk about your life? Well, it's not as interesting as yours. But, yes, uh, it is. Come on, tell us what you've done. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, yes. back so up to what me, is it? Now, what are we doing with this podcast, please? Can <laughs> we go somewhere know. before we call well, it off? No, I was going to talk about, what was I going to talk about? Um, I was going to ask you about something to do with, Oh, now it's on the tip of my tongue. It wasn't to do with traveling and New Zealand and stuff. It was to do with, can you, it was like one of my etiquette questions. It was like, can you oh. blah? Um, can I have, com- I know oh, I've completely forgotten what it was. I've completely okay. forgotten what it was. Um, but I am, when I'm traveling, mm-hmm. I am traveling with a small person, Farrell, and you. One or two. Have made just one. Oh, who's Which got is actually mm. harder, a bit harder, because really? you can't just leave them to like be mates for a bit and then. Mm. But uh, I mean, it's not harder; it's easier in lots of ways. But it's harder in some ways. But anyway, the point is, you have your the the Stuart Farrell lens, with, uh, which I've spoken about before, mm-hmm. which I'm sure some listeners now have. I'm sure there are lots of listeners who've been long time listeners. The more who, enlightened ones, Bill. The more enlightened ones who. <laughs> Who can't walk down the street holding a coffee without thinking God about bless it? You. Yes. No, idiots, all of you. You've been brainwashed. I have been brainwashed and am an idiot because no. I now can't. I now have this. Uh, I, my my, I, you know, the hair on the back of my neck stands up because I've got a kid on an aeroplane. It's kind of like freaking me out way more than it would have if I'd gone on unhindered by the Stuart Farrell perspective. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's, it's only my perspective. You're only worried about it because you know it's the widely held perspective. So as a result, it, mm. y- you can blame me for all this. That's fine. <laughs> but in reality, you know that uh, even though I won't be on that plane, that 99.9% of the plane are, be, are going to be no. thinking same. But maybe they are, but like nobody's going to have the opinion as bad as yours. Do you know what I mean? 
Uh, yes, I, I don't think so because I'm actually quite partial to children on planes. Now, I, I, I don't mind listening to them. I, I appreciate the fact their parents are under strain. I, I, <laughs> you do too, you bastard. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't relish it, but I understand it is what I mean. Right, right, right. Please. I I, I, like... I'm not going, oh, another wine, thanks. I'm just enjoying the <laughs> suffering of the woman in 8A. No. Aren't you? Oh, no, no, I didn't mean like that at all. <laughs> but the point is... Uh, there, are, there will be people, and I look down on the on the plane haters now. You know, look. Is there anything worse? Thanks, Lauren Clark. Is there no anything worries, worse? Thanks, Lauren down. Clark. Yeah. Is there anything worse? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lauren Clark. No worries. Then the people that uh, are uh, on planes now. I I I reserve wholeheartedly, and I'll stand by this to the day I die. Yeah. The imbeciles that let their children uh, roll wheelie cases once you're trying to run from your plane to a taxi. Mm-hmm. That. He's unforgivable. Heaven forbid they should learn, yeah. <laughs> well, why? We'll do it at home. I'll, I'll, I'll say this till I die. Why train your – it's like the, the people that try and park at the front of my house, reverse park in and out, in and out, it reverse park every single day mm-hmm. and using my neighbour's car and my car as the two uh, A and B park, things to park in between. Mm-hmm. Why don't use my space? It's like the people – the train at, at, at public parks and then block dog walking areas because they're ch- they're training the lo- you know the local boomsticks to uh, move off the couch for a minute and get fit, which is a great thing, but not at the expense of the local dog walkers. Why, Lauren Clark? Mm. Do parents? I'll tell you why. Yes, what? So, the jackpot, as you know, teaches young baby children Mm -hmm. um he teaches them how to exist in the world this is his job now he says that's his fault no what he says is that he is that a lot of parents and families actually have have done so much have have gone so far in the other direction that they do everything for their children then children Mm -hmm. don't know how to take their own shoes off they don't know how to carry and put down a school bag they don't know how to go to the toilet a six-year-old niece that can't do up her shoelaces you know like there are there are so many things that people that that like kids can't do and in fact to the point where you know, they did the they did like studies on kids who were driven to school, and they don't they have like a worse sense of direction because they don't actually mm-hmm. walk in the. And you know, that thing that I've spoken to you about about how recently I've been doing a project which is about how uh, people when they reach the age of like. 16, 15, 16, 17, mm. they are suddenly, in a, to a certain degree, allowed off the leash socially slightly and they go out into the world and because they have had their parents behind them, picking up everything, taking them from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, their whole lives, they're completely overscheduled and then they don't know how to do anything, including take risks. They've never had a safe place in which to take a risk. They've never, like, leapt off a... Um, roof because mm. it, they're ten years old and they're out in the backyard and the parents aren't there. They just they you know they don't yeah. have. They never any smoked bark. They never smoked bark. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I it, that I I so I just think like when kids are learning like stuff in the real world and are, and their parents are like letting them figure it out mm. and letting them. You know, even letting them push their own boundaries sometimes. Like, so long as they're not pushing their own luggage, I'm happy. Yes. <laughs> I just mean like, you know, when, 
I don't know. Like, wh- why does everything have to be done for them when they get to the airport? Why can't they learn if well, they're no, going to no, be I, like... I agree with you. But why does the learning have to start in the most uh, rushed, uh, busy place well, because on those the planet? Are the test conditions. You've got it. You've got it. No, no, you, you don't. You don't start the learning. It's like learning to drive, in, in the matter. Like it's like take. All right, son. You've you've just turned sixteen. Mm. Take a overnight bag. We're off to the autobahn, and we're we're going to rocket down the autobahn <laughs> at two hundred and fifty in a hide Porsche, and you're going to do it until you know how to drive. Amongst yeah, the but trucks. You see the- but the opposite, well, but then a lot of people would say that's better than what currently happens, which is oh, okay. that people go, oh, I need to get a certain amount of hours of driving up. And people go, oh, all right, let's drive you down to the 7-Eleven and back again. And nobody learns how to drive. And then they get well, out on the road and they that's have parents to, then. That's as parents my thought. dad used to say, mm. hide in the glove box while they're driving along because they're absolutely terrified of like their own, like, you know, everything to do with driving. They don't know how to look out a rear vision mirror. They don't know how to mm-hmm. drive in the rain. They don't know how to drive when everybody's going fast, et cetera. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I still stand by the fact that you don't teach a 16-year-old to drive on the autobahn, okay? If, if you get, you're not going to win that argument. So. I'm, just saying, I'm, just saying, I'm definitely not saying that 16-year-olds should be thrown on the autobahn. Right. But I am saying that there's got to be a happy medium. And, like, I, I just think that if you... You know what the happy medium is? Go to the Kmart car park on a Sunday afternoon. Start there. That's how a lot of people started. Or start... Driving to the Seven Eleven or the milk bar, I would prefer if you don't mind, because the Seven yeah, Eleven's not like, paying as much as the guy in the milk bar. Yeah. And then, when you go, Dad, Mum, I'm a little bit more confident now. I'd like to be able to drive to Nans. Ooh, Nans, it's <laughs> all right. Okay, we'll do it, but we'll go when it's a bit quieter. So then you drive to Nans the first time. Second time you drive to Nans yeah. again. In between diving to Nans in the milk bar, you're like, Dad, can I have the keys? I'm just going to drive up and down the driveway. Okay, sure. Up and down the driveway, up and down the driveway, up and down the driveway. Then one day it's like, Dad, Mum, whoever's in charge today, what do you think that, you know, can I maybe go for a long drive with you today since you've got the day off? This is a lovely little family scenario. Well, you know, this this is this is how I cry myself to sleep every night. <laughs> Mum, Dad, just once. So I now play it out in my own head. So anyway, oh, like, there geez. is ways to do it and... The two ways are not to do it are at the airport in front of me and at the front of my house. They are the oh, and we'll throw in a third just for uh, international relations. The autobahn, Lauren Clark. We're getting out of here a bit earlier today. We're back tomorrow, promised, because you're away after that. You're going to be uh, doing a podcast, then flying to the land of the long white, mm. and uh, so we should. Do a bumper tying up the laces, tying up the ends, tying up all the Now that you've knots. said this, it's never yes. going to happen. You it just, will happen. Mm. I'll be here waiting for you at the other end. But before Chocolate then. Is really nice. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, I have you booked two seats. Lauren Clark, oh, wow. how do. What? I mean, so you're wow. comfortable on your flight over. What do you mean? Such, I don't. I don't know. Jerk. What well, all the comments that I used to get. All the comments I used to get for. Are you eating hating chocolate? On, yeah, I just told you I was. <laughs> all the comments. Gloop. Like, yes. All the comments I used to get for commenting on how turd it was to listen turd. to Fat Club 
every whatever it was. Well, the, I still get people asking me about Fat Club, but uh, <laughs> you fat shamed us out of existence. <laughs> and, you, and you used to tell me I was fat shaming because I was like... You, you had it as fatties, you said. Oh, fair. You said, oh, you're going to be talking to your fatties this week? You're such a jerk. People could have heard you fatties. before we just... opened. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Well, we... like, how do the fatties <laughs> get in contact with us? I can find you, Stuart. Oh, sorry, can you, you stop licking on. your fingers before you do this one? Thanks. Mm, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to go chicken bone. So how, how do they get in contact with That's us? attractive. It's really attractive. You really brought lots of people over to your side of the <laughs> argument there. Well I done. Don't I don't want them. I don't want them. <laughs> that's, that's the belligerent mood you're in tonight. Absolutely punchy as. Stuart, they can find you at Stupidly Big. You're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and iTunes where you can give us a rating and a review of five stars or more. Come and say hello, uh, new listeners, old listeners alike. We do adore all of you. We're very sorry that we went missing for a bit and we're going to go missing for a bit uh, for about a week. Yeah, how long are you going to be away for what? I'm going for exactly a week. Exactly a week. So tomorrow's the last one for a week and then uh, the Jackpot and I have got the the best of Stupid Small with Jackpot and the Stew. You and Jackpot doing a podcast, I would pay to listen. (laughs) We might start a Patreon. Can I also just um, mm. uh, this morning? You said this evening or tonight or something just before. Mm. Uh, can I uh, just point out that uh, if, if you're after a peppermint tea, mm. um, there's a brand out there called Tasty, and it's quite good, available at all supermarkets. And it's uh, it's uh, sometimes bo- you say things, and I'm like, is he trying to be satirical? What <laughs> genuinely? I'm dead serious. Stuart I'm, I'm having a cup of Tasty to- right now, and it, it is. As the label says, tasty. And it's uh, per bag, because as you know, you have to look at uh, per unit price. I'm not sure how much time you spend supermarkets, Lauren. You're on the record. Thank you, Lauren Clark, okay, yeah. saying uh, that you don't like supermarkets because you, you're you a bit above all of us. But um, hate supermarkets and I'm yeah. above you. Yep. Well, I'll tell you one thing about supermarkets, Lauren Clark. Oh, ding. Yep. Yeah. They've been um, trying to put in fancy cheese products, okay? Yeah. Uh, like $80 a kilo type cheese, yeah, right? I know. I've noticed this too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you they know the thing about Peter it? Monty's. Yeah, they do. What? They can't sell it. So here's a tip, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So it's all if going you go out. on if you Check go in on, on a Monday night, go to the fancy cheese fridge section Good of your tip, supermarket. I, I every Monday, like last night, I picked up what I get. I I always get this beautiful French uh, wash rind. They they try and charge you eighty dollars a kilo for it. So I get the wedges. They're like eleven bucks, mm. and they're going out at three bucks. And I tell you what, and they're they're all hand cut. And the thing is. They only sell it at that price because they've got a use-by date on it. This is Cheese is mould. Cheese is supposed to be old. They can't do it legally. So get yourself some expensive cheese, real cheap, on a Monday night at the supermarket. There is our tip. On top of the tasty peppermint tea. My problem is I never know which night it is. Monday night, because they're not going to do it on the weekend. Because people go, oh, hey, Stanley, it's uh, it's Sunday. (laughs) Let's get a bottle of wine and an apple. and You know, like, let's have some cheese. (laughs) But on a Monday, nobody's thinking cheese. Like, oh man, I'm back to the gym. I'm not eating cheese. You know? So that's when you buy. And it could sit in the fridge for another month. It doesn't matter. So if you just load up on your cheeses this on a, a Monday night. Yeah. This tip makes this terrible podcast almost worth it. Oh, and and doesn't stink as much as the cheese. Your impersonation of my kind, <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> Let's go to the open air cinema. Come on, get some, some cheese. cheese. That's right. <laughs> Ah, Stuart, that's an excellent tip. I greatly appreciate it, and I didn't know it was Mondays. I'm very keen on it. 
Yeah. We will speak again soon, if not tomorrow. Uh, it has to be tomorrow. A week and a bit. And no, tomorrow. I, I'm going to be here tomorrow. Good. Have fun. Uh, I might join you, but I might not because God knows you just advertised it, so it's probably just not get yourself happen. extra chocolate because it might be a longer podcast. Know, I have my supplies. Well, obviously, but you've been dipping in a bit hard, so just relax. That's so rude. <laughs> you haven't seen me for about six months. You don't know what I look like. No, you just like. sound like you've been eating chocolate. Oh, you're such a pig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I'll see you much later. Bye-bye. <laughs>